Welcome to the Digital Public Relations Podcast, covering news and trends in the digital space. Produced by the students in the Public Relations Program in the School of Media and Journalism at Kent State University. Welcome to today's podcast. Uh, today we're going to be talking about how to brand yourself better through blogging. And I am Trent, and I am joined by Yari today. Hi. All right. And to start off, um, I'm going to talk about our blogs a little bit. So for myself, um, I am doing a little bit of a blog about the Premier League, Soccer League, talking about from a PR perspective, um, there have been some issues within the league. I want to talk a little bit about things like uh, players off the field's action and how it affects them on the field um, and how the league should handle those situations to better brand themselves for the public. How about you, Yari? What's your blog about? The topic of my blog was film, specifically women in film. And the reason that I chose that niche topic was because I they have a niche audience and although it's small I feel like when starting out with a blog it's easier to reach that small audience and that small audience is very loyal to the topic and they will most likely be very loyal to your blog. I also chose film because I want to be in the film industry in the future. I hope to have a job in the film industry and in, it's just something that I'm very passionate about. I talk about uh, the Oscars on my blog. I talk about my favorite directors or my favorite feminist movies. Overall, this is a topic that I'm very passionate about. And I think it shows employers that I'm very knowledgeable on the topic and I feel like it's better to pick something that you like because you definitely have more fun with it and you definitely show your personality more. Also, if you pick something random, I feel like you're just going to be bored writing it. So always pick something that you like. Yeah, and that relates to sort of when it comes to advice to branding yourself through blogging. The sort of first thing, which is relating the blog to your passion, right? Because... Uh, for me personally, it, it just seems first off so much easier to write when you're writing about something you're passionate about. Um, and when you're writing about something you're passionate about, you're sort of pitching your knowledge to potential employers. Like you said, when you're passionate about film and you'd like to work in film, they see that not only are you good at writing, you're good at PR, but you're also like knowledgeable about the topic. So it's gonna be a lot easier for you. Um, for me personally, it's a lot more of... <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I'd want to go into sports PR personally, but it I don't know. It's just sort of an idea for me. Um, how about for you, like, what other sort of tactics do you think for branding yourself through um, blogs? For me, I feel like multimedia um, elements could really set yourself apart tactic-wise if you just have a written blog post, they might it might seem like an essay. And sometimes people don't just want to read something; they wanna they wanna visualize it. So I think having visual elements such as 
infographics or podcasts or even videos, even though that might be more of a vlog, um, I think that could really set yourself apart. Right. And I mean, honestly, 21st century to me, vlogging, blogging, all that, it sort of all combines into one. Because visuals, like, not only does it show your skill, it makes it more interesting for the reader. Because, like, I don't want to go into a blog and it feels like I'm just reading a news article that's boring and it's not interesting. I, I like when you can sort of see visuals of things that people are passionate about. But, like, also when it comes to blogging, I want to talk a little bit about SEO and search engine optimization. Um, specifically with, like, tags and titles and keywords. What sort of tips would you say for SEO that could really help people uh, get employers or people that are interested in reading to their page? That's a really good question. I would say the first thing that you should always do after um, selecting your target audience is to conduct a keyword search. I conducted my keyword search through Moz and those kinds of websites usually you have to pay to uh, get more insights sometimes but on the surface level I think it those websites are always helpful and once you identify the right keywords then you could put those in the title tags the headlines the alt tags to improve um your appearance on a search engine. What about you? What do you think? Uh, yeah, for me, it was learning about like tagging your articles and putting in keywords because I don't know if it's something that like as a reader, you don't normally think about um, because most of the time when I Google stuff, I just look at the headlines and don't realize there's so much going on behind the scenes. When you do things like putting enticing titles or even labeling pictures and putting titles on pictures so that people are able to find it through that. I think that's really helpful for growing your blog and getting people to find it. But when it comes to blogging, I would also say there's some things that aren't so easy with it. I mean, first off, if you want to run a good blog, I feel like it takes time and effort, which is, you know, not necessarily a bad thing, but it's not something that you can just sort of sit down, write for 10 minutes and go and you have a blog post. Because I think if you really want to show your skills to employers, it's really, it really is going to take time. I don't know about you. No, yeah, I totally agree with you. Writing a blog and creating it takes a really long time because you really need to research your topic to every extent. Um, because that, that shows that you take the time to do your work because if you don't do your research people are gonna think that you don't really care about this topic and if people think that you don't care about what you're writing about then that really puts people off and why should people care about what you have to say if you don't care about it yeah i definitely agree um I wanted to ask you, did you struggle with finding keywords? Because personally, I did. I had a hard time um, picking which phrase or words were the right to use. 
And I remember Professor Moore saying that sometimes using long tail keywords helped you rank better on the uh, search engine because it was more narrow and specific. So I just wanted to ask what your experience was. I would say I had some troubles with keywords for my blog, but it was mostly because when I'm writing about soccer, I had this sort of internal debate about whether to use soccer or football for mine. So I'm writing about a soccer league that takes place in Europe. So most of like the local fans are all going to be thinking about uh, football. They're going to be searching football terms. But do I want to appeal to that market or the American market and start putting soccer in? So I would say that was mostly my sort of struggle with keywords. I think at the end of the day, I ended up going with football, but I mean, it was really, it could have gone either way. So I wasn't really sure what to do with it. Yeah, that's kind of the problem that I kind of ran into. I wasn't sure if I should use films or movies as a keyword. How about visuals for your blog? Did you have any issues selecting which images to pair up with your blog posts or your blog in general? Yeah, uh, I would say the copyright laws and citing everything correctly has definitely been the most difficult part of my blog because when it comes to soccer, I'm either going to have to use pretty generic photographs of like the area or the city or something rather than photographs of players and things like that because most of the time the photographers who take those do have them copyrighted and it's hard to find those pictures and stuff and give them the right credit. How about for you with a uh, film? Yeah, I've definitely had a hard time with the copyright laws as well. I feel like I don't know um, when I should credit the source I got it from. Specifically for me with film, I don't know if I should credit the source I got it from or if I should credit the movie that um, the scene's from. And then with a lot of the, because I talk about directors too, with uh, the pictures of like directors or actresses or um, any real life people, they're all like with the soccer, they're all copyrighted by the photographer that took the picture. So it's been kind of tough, but I typically use the function on Google um, that uh, lets you use it copyright free, like the fair use um, tool. So now that we've talked about how to create a blog and best practices to creating a blog, I feel like we should touch on the misconceptions about blogs. Um, Do you think blogging is a dead practice? I wouldn't say it's a dead practice, at least for myself. Um, I have a couple blogs that I read. Like, I like to read blogs about, like, city development and construction and things about that for some reason. I don't know exactly why, but I wouldn't say it's a dead practice. I would say maybe you shouldn't put all of your energy into that one place because I do think people still look for, look towards social media for news and information and things like that. But I would say the best practice would be to sort of have a merger of the two. And maybe make blog posts, but make sure to share that on social media and have a social media presence. Um, I don't know if you agree with that or not. No, I totally agree because uh, when using social media, that's what you're going to use to help promote your blog as well. 
So I think you should spend time on both and build a community on your social media so they could um, refer to your blog to learn more about what you're talking about. Yeah, and I think that's sort of the great thing about blogging is that you really are reaching a wide audience. But I think that's something to keep in mind when you write your post too, is that a lot of times people who visit your blog are only going to be there for that one blog post. So you don't have to necessarily reference your old posts going into and everything because they're not going to be reading it like a book going from story to story to story. So make sure that each of your blog posts have value in itself so that the reader can read that one and be satisfied. Maybe they'll move on to other posts on your blog. That would be great, but maybe they won't. They'll get all the information they need from that one. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think that's why blog promotion and call to actions and landing pages are so important to blogging because you really want to make sure you get that conversion and you get people to keep coming back to your blog. Speaking of call to actions, make sure to subscribe to me and Trent's blogs. They'll be linked down below. And unfortunately, we've reached the end of our post. Make sure to tune in to next digital PR episode. I've been Yari. And I've been Trent. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast on how to brand yourself through blogging. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, share, or send us your comments on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify. Find us on Twitter using the hashtag PROnlineChat. We're looking forward to hearing from you.